Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, only at FM 98.5. Well, we've been talking with David Holtzman about ranked choice voting and the Pico Neighborhood Association versus the City of Santa Monica. Um, and we were just talking about cumulative voting, uh, David. Was there anything else you wanted to say about that? Uh, well, I wanted to point out that the Supreme Court opinion in the Santa Monica case um, discusses non-district remedies, including cumulative voting and ranked choice voting throughout, and says that you know, plaintiffs can offer those as the alternative to the at-large plurality elections. Of course, the plaintiffs can offer those, so can defendants. And in fact, before Burbank got sued, which happened recently, Burbank had started considering cumulative voting, which I just uh, defined for you, um, as a way to quickly uh, move to a uh, semi-proportional uh, at-large system without having to carve the city up into districts. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah the, uh, the cumulative voting, um, you know, San Luis Obispo, for instance, has at-large elections, as do most of the cities in our central coast. And, and uh, you know, when you vote for the candidate you most like and then you vote for your second choice, you're actually voting against the person you most like. And so uh, in one town I know, had a lot of railroad union workers at one time, they they wanted representation, and the only way they could get it was to single shot their yeah, candidate. Voting, yeah, yeah, and uh, one, so if it's one vote instead of three, sure. But uh, uh, the point here is that we didn't have to wait for the county voting office to come up with uh, to, to reprogram its voting machines for ranked choice voting because cumulative voting just worked as like having three separate elections with the same candidates in each election. And, um, I mean, I, I, I prefer ranked choice, but I wanted to have it defined correctly in the Supreme Court opinion, which is why I asked them to modify uh, footnote 8 of the California Supreme Court opinion. On the, on they the did modify it, but they didn't modify it the way you suggested. That's true, but that's fine. I, just, yeah. I had offered three suggestions and was pleased with the way they did modify it. They, 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 mm-hmm. they, they, they hadn't included multiple winner elections for proportional representation before, right. and now the definition they gave matches the discussion in the uh, opinion itself, which was all about the multiple winner version uh, for proportional representation. So now people have a good idea from reading the opinion of what ranked choice voting in that situation is, and uh, I do hope it ends up being used quite frequently. In Burbank, in Burbank uh, it looks like we'll start with cumulative voting, but uh, we've had a city council member and several others who've been very interested in proportional ranked choice voting, including the you know, members of the League of Women Voters in the, in the local area, um, because that seems that's probably the most fair way to go about providing representation for all voting blocks in, in proportion to their voting strength. And then... That's how it is. But Burbank, now, I did want to mention this before I forget, has an additional defense, has a defense that it should be um, exercising to the lawsuit that was just filed. And that's that because Burbank specifies at-large elections in its city charter, the California Voting Rights Act can't force Burbank to go to districts. Um, the, the California Constitution gives plenary authority to cities to provide in their charters or to provide therein, as um, the state constitution says, the manner in which, in the times of which, in the terms for which the municipal officers are elected. So that has never been um, fully litigated in a uh, California Voting Rights Act case 
in California. The one uh, decision that addressed this part of the Constitution was about Palmdale. This is Article 11 of the Constitution for Article our Article 11, for our listeners. 5B, mm-hmm. <laughs> Clause 4. Right. Um, and um, Palmdale did not specify at-large elections in its charter. But with Burbank having at-large elections specified in its charter... Um, I don't think it can be forced to go to district. Well, I, I believe, and I have to go pull up my uh, research on this, but I believe, David, that the uh, California Voting Rights Act uh, expressly applies to uh, cities, counties, and charter cities. Um, by its terms, it does. It applies to charter cities. But yeah. the thing is, we have a constitutional order in the state, in the United States, and the Constitution of a state takes precedence over the statutes enacted by its legislature. So that part of the legislature statute is unconstitutional as applied to the city of Burbank or any other city that wants to use their static defense because it has that large voting specified. Well, listeners, I'm going to respectfully disagree with the conclusion of my my brother in the uh, legal profession here uh, because uh, there are a number of cases, uh, David, I believe, that say that if there's a overriding... uh, if there's a well, finding that statewide interest, but the statewide interest test cannot apply to this particular part of the constitutional authority given to um, cities because it's plenary authority or inviolable authority. And I, I, I imagine, I imagine if that argument comes up, uh, you and I'll be doing amicus on the opposite sides. But that's okay. That's what. That, that, uh, that, well, that's okay. That's and okay. Uh, like I say. The, the Lancaster case purported to apply the statewide interest test to everything in that part of the Constitution, but didn't have facts before it to support a conclusion that applies to uh, cities like Burbank with at-large in their Constitution. So it's what we in the legal profession call uh, overbroad or inapposite. It's definitely inapposite. It does not apply to the Burbank case, and it's the only case that's really ruled on that in the California Voting Rights Act context. So, yeah, it'll be fun to brief that. It will be. Uh, it will be. Against you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, actually, I put in a call today to the lawyer who was hired by Burbank to make sure they're getting a demurrer in in time to assert that defense, because it would be an easy way of disposing with the lawsuit. No, uh, Burbank got outside counsel, didn't they? Well, they did. Yeah, that's too bad the, uh, uh, that we have cities that do that. Listen, I, uh, I did want to ask you before we close out here, David, if you see any disadvantages, you've told us about all the advantages of ranked choice voting and cumulative voting. Do you see any disadvantages? Um, you know, frankly, nothing strong. Obviously, there has to be a voter education component to making the switch, but that's really an advantage. Yeah, have you thought about it, the it fact? The money. Have you have, have you thought about the fact that if you have, well, particularly if you have primaries. Uh, and you have a single uh, district election, uh, how the candidates who get into the runoff behave is often a, a, a thing that voters can actually use to judge the character and, and quality of the principles of the candidate with. Sure. That's, a, that's an argument that's made against having everything decided in one election. Yeah. But like you say, currently in cities, everything is generally decided in one election with, with uh, you know, plurality and, and no primary. And if you have a primary, um, you have a different electorate. There's another law called the California Voting Particip- 
Voter Participation Act, which purports them to require cities to all cities to have their elections in uh, the, the same time as state and federal elections at the general elections. Oh. Yeah. Well, David, we but have to. The city of Redondo Beach got that declared unconstitutional as applied to them for the same reason as they just. There you put, go. The, the David, we have to say goodbye now and. Bye, uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. There's always more to talk about, isn't there? There is. Folks, yeah, stay really tuned. This was a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stu. Thank you, David. Stay tuned to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. For more information on Slow County Public Policy and the Law, visit our website, knews985.com.